Life Audio. Hi, friends. Welcome to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I'm Bonnie Gray, your soul care guide for this time of Wellness with Jesus. I am going to guide you in a wonderful Christmas meditation, a guided meditation on Christmas Day. How blessed is my heart. I get to wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, friend, it's so special as this audio podcast goes out. It is landing on Christmas Day, and I just cannot be more happy to be a loving voice to wish you a Merry Christmas. You might be listening during the daytime. Maybe you're preparing for the day's celebration. Maybe it's a quiet, silent night for you as you rest into Christmas Eve. Or perhaps it is the Christmas week and you're just listening and enjoying this podcast in the days after Christmas. Well, what's special is that Christmas is a time of new birth. We want to make room, more room for Jesus, his love, because on Christmas Day, love has come down. Love has come down and God keeps his promises. God keeps his promises. Advent is about waiting, anticipating, expecting God's love to arrive and fill our hearts. We're invited to make room for God in a new way. And so I'm curious, friend, what is that room in your heart and in your life that Jesus wants to be born anew in a new way in your life? You know, God's love is like that. God's love is a beautiful, beautiful act of life, his life being made new in each of us. And so as we step into Christmas, I love that it's at the end of the year because we're stepping into a new year together. And Christmas is about allowing Jesus, his birth in us to invade every part of our lives. You know, what are some of the words that have formed you, that have shaped you? Because as John begins Jesus' story, he says that Jesus is the word that became flesh and that Jesus not only was a word, but it brought life. And it became a light. And so, you know, words have a lot of power over us. They have the power to shape how we feel about ourselves. Words have the power to shape and influence how confident we are in making decisions that align with who God created us to be. And so I'm curious, you know, what are the words that are on your heart today on Christmas Day? What is it that is shaping your thoughts and your feelings? It's so special. We're going to enjoy a guided meditation into breathing in God's love. We're going to step into God's story on Christmas Day. And we're going to find that words were very important as Jesus was born, his story on earth began. And we're going to get inspired how Jesus wants to step into your story and how his words was to form a new life in you. So friend, I just want to ask you this question, asking questions so that you can be present 
with Jesus and be more mindful of what he's doing anew in your life. So here's my question for today. What names or labels have others put on you? What do you say about yourself? And what are those labels that have shaped how you feel about yourself or influenced how you make decisions or how you spend your time? This is a very important question because words have power. And so we want to breathe in God's loving words of affirmation. Well, when we come back, we're going to enjoy a guided reflection so that you can feel Christmas, the love of God come down upon your heart anew today. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Well, friend, I don't know if you've noticed, but I am a reader. So there are so many articles that are already talking about how to make New Year's resolutions to be really effective and lots of tips on how to change our lives for the better. And it's so interesting because the way our brain works, there's something called competitive memory theory. I talk about in my new book, Breathe. 21 Days to Stress Less and Transform Chaos to Calm, I talk about this important feature that God has created in our brains. The competitive memory theory describes how each person, each of us has access to both positive and negative experiences. Now, these pathways in our brain to negative and positive feelings can grow weaker or stronger depending on upon which we activate more. So when we practice reliving our positive memories in moments of stress, the brain's tendency is to fire up the negative thought patterns is reduced. So what that means is if we focus more on the positive aspects of ourselves, the negative thought patterns can be dialed down and they can be dimmer. But the catch is that we have to take action towards the positive ways in how we see ourselves. So when we choose to focus on one of the positive ways we see of ourselves, then our emotions and body will reap the benefits of activating the relaxation response, cortisol's lowered, we feel motivated, and we're going to be able to try new things. But if We try to get motivated by shaming ourselves, feeling guilty about mistakes we've made in the past, if we have regrets, 
if it's based on something negative where we feel like we're not good enough or we've done something wrong, even though we make those New Year's resolutions, it's going to not be sustainable. Meaning maybe we might be able to do it a few times, you know, guilt and shame, they do not produce life. They do not produce life. We know that in scripture, it says that the spirit produces life, but the way of the flesh, that's, that's another way of saying, you know, the way where we try to make ourselves force ourselves to do something based on guilt and shame. That's the flesh, you know, where we're now motivated by God's love, but we're motivated by guilt and shame. It results in death. Now that death is not a physical death, right? It's a spiritual death. It's saying that nothing fruitful or life-giving can come out of it. So I just really wanted to encourage you that as we step through today's Christmas final Advent meditation, as I guide you, we, as people of faith, we are breathing in God's love. We want to focus on what are the loving words God wants to say to you, how he sees you. And that is what is going to fuel us to step into the new year. Because each of our stories, it's going to grow, just blossom like that plan I talked about. As we turn towards God's love, our heart will open up and it will be wonderful to step into a new year together. Well, I do want to invite you Along that lines, we want to reinforce those positive pathways. And, you know, in neuroplasty, the way we strengthen those positive patterns of thinking and feeling is if we continue to practice joy. We want to practice doing new things that give us joy, give us life, that kind of match who God created you to be, because how you experience joy is going to be a little different from the way I experience joy. Sometimes we don't even know when we're so stressed, stress kind of just turns off all the motivation or those feelings of hope. But when we can encourage each other, we can do better when we are realizing we can try new things together. So I want to invite you, get ready to sign up for my Soul Care School. Soul Care School with me is going to be so much fun. Our new theme is creating happy, healthy habits to find your joy with Jesus. So finding your joy with Jesus, creating healthy habits together, and they're going to be rooted in God's promises, what God says about you. That's how the new things in life are going to blossom, because if they're rooted in God's word, we don't even have to be afraid of anything because God's word is always going to be like that sunlight. Everything just grows under the sun. So I want you to get ready to sign up. Go to mysoulcareschool.com. You can read about our current quarter that we just finished, but I'm going to have a registration. It's going to open in January, and I want you to get ready to sign up. You can also sign up to my newsletter so that you can be on the mailing list so that you can be the first to hear about Soul Care School registration opening and give you a sneak preview. We're going to do a special early bird registration. If you register right away, we're going to have you enjoy a calming crocheting workshop. I Science shows that when we use our hands to make something, the brain shuts off the stressed out part of our brain and it'll activate the rest response. So we have a soul care sister, a student who is going to be teaching us how to crochet. So get ready. 
I hope I whet your appetite. I hope I'm making you feel so excited because this is going to be a special, special quarter. Well, friends, I just want you to relax. We're going to read through God's story now. We're going to enjoy this wonderful time together. And it's going to be focused on Joseph's story as we focus on God's love. So in Lectio Divina, it's divine reading. It's a way of just reading scripture slowly so that your heart and your mind and your ears, you can just use your imagination with Jesus. Jesus is inviting us to go back in time with him. And we're going to step into the story. I want you to picture what it would look like and what it would sound like. And if there's any and how you would see it, God will meet us in that place as you step into this story in scripture. I'm going to read it through once slowly, and then I'm going to come back and point some observations that will help spark how you can step into God's love and feel Him with you today on Christmas. This is taken from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son. And he gave him the name Jesus. Now, then we continue the story in Matthew chapter 2, verses 11 to 13. On coming to the house, the wise men saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said, take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who are trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in the place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew into the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets that he would be called a Nazarene. 
As I read this scripture of meditation, what word or phrase drew your attention? Did you find something interesting or odd or curious? This is the beauty and the power of the Holy Spirit because as many times as we're familiar with the story, when we slow down and we're present and mindful that God is speaking and touching your heart in a new way, in your current season of life, there'll be a new word or phrase that God highlights to you. What is that word or phrase? I want us to just consider something very special when we read the scripture and we studied this in Soul Care School. There is something called repetition. And whenever there is a phrase or word that's repeated, it's kind of like God putting in neon lights, something he wants to draw our attention to and whisper to us in a new way. And this is the phrase and the word name. It's interesting. Three times we hear the word name. He is to be named Jesus. And they're going to call him Emmanuel, God with us. And then it says, he gave him the name Jesus. Joseph did. So, you know, the naming of Jesus is so important. It signifies a meaning, a purpose and a light, and a life, God with us. So I want to ask you, what are the names that you have been called or given? What labels have others put on you? Or maybe there's a circumstance in your life that you've gone through, and it was tough, but somehow it left an imprint on you about how you are or how you feel about yourself or how you think your life has already been shaped and determined on a path that is very hard to change. Well, friend, this is the good news about God's love, because God loves you, and he is giving you a new name. Yes, it's true. God is giving you a new name. And from here, I love drawing from a promise Today's promise to you on Christmas is a day where you are named in a new way. From Isaiah 62, verses 4 to 5. You will no longer be called forsaken, but you will be called my delight. You will be named my delight. For the Lord is delighted with you. Another version says, For you be called my delight is in her, for the Lord delights in you. Dear friend, when you think of the word delight, what do you think of? The root word for delight is to take pleasure in. God loves you. Love takes pleasure in the one that is being loved. And so there's no longer any old labels when God looks at you. There's no forsaken. There's no desolate. God says, I delight in you. And I think this is beautiful because before God came into my life, there were many other words that were shaping my life. The beauty is that God says that he loves me. And that is something new that God is doing to shape my life year by year. So friend, how about you? How is God's love 
the way he's naming you his delight. How is that shaping you new this year? I want you to be invited to think on this past year. As you look back on this past year, where are the moments that you found something that just reminded you that you can take delight? The way God created you, the way you find something that gives you pleasure, gives you joy. What are some of those moments this year that just brought you so much joy, delight, beauty, made you feel loved and remembered? Encourage you to practice the soul care technique, which is called journaling. It's a way of remembrance because studies show this is a soul care tip is that when you think of those positive memories, as I shared just earlier in neuroscience, your body will release serotonin. That's a feel-good hormone. And as you do that, you are then in a place to then think with Jesus together, looking forward into the new year, how you can grow into your belovedness, how you can grow to experience more of God's delight in you. God takes pleasure in seeing you fill up with delight. That's right. That is a wonderful way to think of Christmas. You know, a lot of times on Christmas, we think of the kids, how bright their eyes shine with all the wonderful joys that Christmas Day brings. But that's how God feels. His heart lights up when he sees you at rest, when he sees you delighting in something, in the way he created you uniquely to enjoy or to notice and to rest into. And if stress has been particularly difficult for you this year, you might feel your heart can't even maybe name the things that bring you delight. Well, it's okay because God loves you and God will help you. And that's why I wanted to invite you to join me in Soul Care School because we need that encouragement and we need to share our ideas. Sometimes that spark doesn't light up until we start doing, we start nurturing. And those of you who've been listening throughout this year know I often say this, It's a first principle of soul care. We can't think our way out of stress. Thinking just creates more cortisol, just activates more of the stress response. We want to nurture our way to joy. And so it's so important that we want to focus on the words that God has to say for you. One of the soul care practices I have shared with the soul care sisters in soul care school I'm going to offer to you now is to choose a one word for the new year. But how you choose this one word for the new year is important because remember I shared with you at the beginning of our show today that if we were to choose words based on shame or guilt, those directions are not going to last because God created us to flourish when we focus on God's love. So think more, like I said, what are those moments that in your life that you have felt loved, that you have felt safe? with God and brainstorm, what would be that word that God has for you? Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. 
and we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Well, friend, today's breath prayer is going to be, God is with me. That's Emmanuel, right? Christmas Day, God is with me. Inhale, God is with me. And then our exhale is going to be, I am God's delight. It's the new name that God gives us. Breathe in, God is with me. Breathe out, I am God's delight. Breathe in, God is with me. Breathe out, I am God's delight. Well, friends, thank you for spending Christmas Day, Christmas week together in our Breathe community. I am so grateful for you. As I think back on this year, some of the things that have brought me joy is just spending time sharing my stories with you and also being able to meet many of you in the Soul Care School and to encourage you directly in very practical ways to experience you as God's beloved and breathing in his words of affirmation to you and seeing the life that's coming out of it. That's really a beautiful gift that I'm so honored to experience with you. So thank you for sharing this time together. I encourage you, if you've enjoyed this Breathe podcast, it would be a gift to my heart if you take a moment and to place a review wherever you listen, whether on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, and share this podcast with a new friend because we all need that encouraging voice. And it gives wings to this ministry of soul care. And it would just bless my heart if you would feel happy to place a review. That really helps get the word out about this podcast. And that would just be wonderful. I am looking forward to spending the new year with you, a new season of Breathe. Remember that you're loved, you're cherished, and Merry, Merry Christmas just rest. I'll see you next time. Breathe, the Stress Less podcast is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. The love of God is immeasurable. It's unchanging. It's indescribable. Because God loves you so much, you can sleep through the night in peace. With Abide Bible Sleep Meditation, you can fall asleep fast with relaxing sleep stories based on Scripture. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Bible Sleep Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.